This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) You know, I've had all kinds of thoughts. I've had thoughts of what it would be like to just have one kid after we've hyped ourselves up. I've had thoughts of this is just little Heart Rock's taking his time, you know? Is this a slower mover? Which is like, also makes me worried about the future. I'm like, are you gonna keep up with the fam? B- big pause from Adam. Okay, well, clearly, <laughs> well, I... no, clearly this baby is going to be just fine. <laughs> well, I was, I was actually thinking, I was like, well, he'll be able to like, He'll want to stay behind and read books by the pool all day. And Neo and I can go run somewhere. And he'll be like, I'll let you. Like, there isn't much we can do right now. It is not good news. It is not bad news. It's not great news. Well, it's it's not even good news. I mean, it's... It's just... It's just news. It's just further moving down the court. No, but if it was less than five then it would be bad news. Right. And then if it was more than 24, it would be good news. And so this isn't great news. No, I, I hear that. It's not great news. Again, I'm just trying to say, like, it's it's news that it's, like, it's moved down the line. It's another step in the process. And I think we had certainly approached today, you know, with an expectation and this, we were going to get great news. We were going to get at least good news. And what we got was just an update. And another step forward. It was not a step backward. It was definitely a step forward, but it was not like, you know, it was a baby step. I mean, let me just say, that is easy for me to see what you're saying. And that's, of course, how I feel about it. If this doesn't work out the way that we want it to, that's still just news. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's still just news. It's news, and we could go back and have the mosaic, or we could live our lives happily with just our one beautiful kid, or we could try, just stop taking birth control and try to get pregnant on our own. Like, it's all just news. Like, that's it's a little bit of a, like, a minimization in a way. Like, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I hear you, and I, I agree to a certain extent that, I'm just saying that news is is probably one of the most difficult <laughs> things that we got, right? Like, I mean, I guess it's better than bad news, but it's like it it makes it it draws it out, and that makes it super hard. Well, it doesn't just draw it out. It's like it's not. It's it's what's called gray area, right? And that's that's very hard to be in gray area because there's no clear answer, and we've been in so many situations like this throughout this journey. It's just been. So much gray area constantly. Was it was it too early to take the test? I mean, it's literally. That's what I thought. Thought it was a ten day wait, a two or a two week wait. Like, was it too early? I mean, I've had that thought too. I'm like, well, we took it on the early side because we quote unquote didn't want to wait through the weekend. No, that no. The doctor said take it on Friday, and I was like, I thought it was a two week wait, and he was like. You could do it even earlier. And everybody's sitting here going like, no, that's when you take it. Uh And it is two weeks. And we figured that out, that math, yeah. 
we didn't pick this. I would have waited. Yeah. I, we didn't pick this. They, this was the lab order. You know, she wants it to double by Monday. And I'm like, what if Monday is the first day? And, you know, she says if it doubles, but it's only just at a double, then we'll do it again on Wednesday to make sure it's growing at some kind of rate that's actually going to result in a real live kid at 40 weeks. You know, what if it's just at like 22 and then I still want to have a third test on Wednesday? I don't know. I mean, I mean then that's the hard space. It's like the, it's the what if, what if, what if, what how if. How far if. from five is 17? 12? 12. And how far is 17 from 24? Uh, uh, seven. I do think we should tell your parents and tell my sister and ask for prayers. That's what I had said earlier, is that, you know, right now, like, the biggest thing we can do is pray. Mm-hmm. What's your thought about only having one kid? It will be, you know, I, I honestly, I, I thought about, like, both the loss of it and the grief that we'll have to go through and, you know, the fact that then here we are. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll have him. He'll have a big community. We'll travel. We'll do things. And, you know, we'll we'll have made it to where we're at. Yeah. I mean, there's so much ease in that except for I look at him and I think you are not an only child. Mine. And you... Yeah, which is the uh, grief part. Well, no, but I mean, and I don't think he's going to make a good only child the way I did. Yeah, but I mean... You, know, I, you I agree with that, me. I, you agree with I me. I totally agree with because you. Why, give me one reason why you agree with me. Well, just because he's so social and he wants to play and like he's he wants to interact with people. And so. I think he doesn't want to have that much attention on him. And so when he does, it makes him act... A fool. Uh-huh. Well, and then that will be, you know, part of us to learn to, yeah, to create the situation where he can thrive. So I just was saying that I don't want to start over. It's not even like, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess part of me just feels like if this doesn't work, I just feel like that baby is out there. I mean, I know people who thought that they were having a baby named it, you know, cared for it, thought about it, envisioned it, and then they, you know, and it didn't happen, or they had a miscarriage, and, you know, they they honored that baby, you mm-hmm. know, like, whatever, baby so-and-so, and just, like, I've had friends bury them, I've had friends, you know, create little altars, I've had friends do all sorts of things, and you know, I, I trust that we'll know what to do no matter what. But like, I guess there's a part of me that just feels like if it happens, if something happens, I'm just, I'm not accepting it. I'm just going to be like, okay, let's try for the mosaic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. All of that. I do. I hear all of it. It's hard for me to, it's, it's like almost mentally hard for me to go there right at this moment. You know, I've more just thought about it, as I was saying earlier, just in terms of, like, what life would be like with one kid. But I know that, I know that, that like, all those others would be, like, possibility. But that's kind of the only place that my mind's gone. But I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear all those thoughts, for sure. I mean... I just so feel like I'm not 
I'm just so unwilling to accept this. And I know that that's not the right place mindset to be in. It, it's not accept it. Like, I can accept it, right? I can I can walk that path with you. It's more about just, like, let's say we did try the second baby. We did try to get pregnant ourselves in the next year. Like, I'm so tired of all of this and so tired. Yeah. It's been a long, long road. Yeah, that's what I feel. I mean, I had the thought yesterday or something that, like, if we had gotten to move forward with this without all of the legal paperwork and everything that took nine months to figure out with the surrogacy, we would have a baby now. And I'm, like, even feeling another wait, you know, 10-month wait. Mm Mm-hmm. Nine month wait, you know, I feel already like I can't believe I have to wait that long, you know? And and there's so many gifts in it. Like a whole other year with Neo, like almost an entire year with Neo, it's it's incredible. Yeah. I mean that's where my headspace has been in, it just feels and also I know that March of next year would come up real fast. You know. But I hear you, it's like it's it's more waiting, you know. I'm also thinking about... And there's going to be probably more hiccups along the way. I mean, that's just the way these things go. There's more test results. There's more this. There's more, you know, like, it's it's nonstop. It's nonstop. And then they're born, and then there's a whole new thing. You thing. can take your hiccups and drink some water. <laughs> there are no hiccups. I don't want any more hiccups. We've had all the hiccups. But, some people have stress-free situations and I understand I understand there's the anatomy scan which is checking for things that are more common in IVF babies than not I mean babe I I get it I get it and and I feel like I'm yeah I'm envisioning some perfect scenario is what I'm doing and I'm also aware that like I just had this feeling of like anxious to get the sleepless part over with. Like, I don't want to be sleepless. And it's like, it took two full years for me to regain, regain stability after Neo. I feel like one and a half at least. And that was different. You know, my body was in a different place because I was a pregnant person, but you know, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I want to get done with that. I'm going to be 40 next year. And it just feels, feels like a lot to go back to sleepless, sleeplessness and not now, but next year. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's a lot of anticipation for me. None of that would matter if we were just like, we're pregnant. I would just, those thoughts would come and go the same way that really exciting thoughts would come and go. In this moment, I'm just like, I just want this to happen. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. again, those things You that, want there to be certainty. No, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like that. There's mm-hmm. no certainty and I know that. If there's no certainty. I know that. I feel like we got bad news is what I feel like. I don't mm-hmm. feel like we got news that I can't wait. I mean, if it if the, the HCG levels had been 90, I think I'd feel a whole lot better. But I still know that by Monday, we'd still be waiting to make sure they were at least up to 180. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not that. And then, you know, you have the first ultrasound at six weeks and... That's a big deal. Right. You just wait. You wait. 
you're always waiting. And then you do the, the anatomy scan at 20 weeks to make sure everything's okay. It's like, you're just waiting. I don't want certainty. I just feel like I got bad news today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, you can take your certainty and drink water. <laughs> you can take your hiccups and go hold your breath upside down. Yeah. I'll scare you. <laughs> I mean, it is such an interesting thing. And again, none of this is worth talking about. And I think, you know, when we first, there like, have been times through all of this where doubt has crept in and, you know, and I just keep praying for the highest good for all. That is a prayer that I've heard many times that I really appreciate. And, you know, you said, can I be happy with one kid or what, what would life be like? Of course you can be happy, but like, how would it be to just like do this and it, be more affordable and travel more and, you know, be done with the sleepless phase and all of that. And of course there's some little part of me that's like, I don't want to disrupt everything again. That feels hard, but I just see this vision beyond that. And I've, the thing about fertility is that I have seen many visions in my life and this is the one that has been the least accurate. I've really known a lot that was coming and this is not one of those things. Yeah. You know, I even knew Pleat. That we'd wait a year and then, you know, in the timing and we tried before to get a dog and it was like the timing was that he came between Neo's birthday and Trouser's death one year later. It was, it didn't take any effort to get him, all the things. It's just, I knew that was the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that I know and this is not one of them. And But I just feel like if I get back to that place of deep knowing, I feel that I have known since I met Neo that he was a sibling. I really do. And I I think the thing is, and this helps me to say it out loud, is like, okay, so if it's not this baby, are we going to try the other baby? Or am I going to somehow accidentally get pregnant? Right. You know, or like get pregnant, try to get pregnant or whatever. And just like, I'm so tired of talking about getting pregnant. (laughs) Right. And yet I feel that he's a sibling. So if this isn't it, then what is it? And sure, we can be like sibling to communities, sibling in a village. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I have a deep feeling that he is a sibling. Right. To that he has a sibling. Or yeah. he is a sibling. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of grief if it doesn't work, of course. But also just like something feels missing. So, but I don't want to talk about it indefinitely. And I just don't know how to shake this and I've gotten myself into this position where it's not even I've blown out I've blown the doubt out of proportion. What do you mean by that? Because she has sore boobs. For the past three days she's had boobs that are so sore it hurts to walk downstairs. That was her first sign when she was pregnant with her children. Right. She we took a pregnancy test, a home pregnancy test. There was a faint line. So there is Right, and then the blood test is a positive test. Yeah, it just was in this kind of shitty gray area. Right. I mean, I'm glad it's not under five, but I also, it's like it's on the low side. So, I don't think that you should beat yourself up over the doubt creeping in, because you know we have had a journey, and it's been over six years of trying to do this. And there has been, as we have said multiple times, there has been so many miracles and it has been incredibly hard. And we have done incredible things to make this happen. And so it's kind of like after a while, like of so many 
again, miracles, but like successes and failures and lots of failures and lots of lots and lots and lots of setbacks, particularly in this last year and process. Like Neo always moved forward, but like it was it was just like there were complications, but it never was set back. This has just been like there haven't been necessarily complications. There's been setback after setback after setback. And so, you know... I th- or not even setback, because it's always been moving forward, but it's that endurance card that I pull a couple times, the rock card. It's like slow and steady at a t- on a timeline that is not even within my realm of understanding, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It hasn't been any setbacks. Like, she never had... Like, even when we thought there were going to be things that got in the way, they they didn't. They just took a while. They just took a while. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's not surprising to me that whatever you want to call this, it taking longer or it being slow or a setback or whatever, the news that we got today, it's not surprising that it would be consuming because it's placed within the context of how this whole process has gone. So, you know, be easy on yourself with that. It's okay to be sad and concerned right now. Yeah. I just have been, you know, a couple weeks ago, I heard somebody talking about not saying... It was like for a week, they weren't allowed to say something or talk about something. I can't remember what it was. And it was one of those things where they're like, and all of a sudden I had nothing to talk about. And it it was something in the way she said it. I was like, I, I combined that with like, like, what if I just didn't talk about this for a week, this thing that is coming up in our lives. And then I combined that with this, like wanting to go into this sacred time where I didn't want the details just flying around out there for anybody's ears to ask questions, to give input, all that stuff that I just wanted to keep it like really holy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I checked in with a couple of people who were really close friends and you, of course, just very, very seldom, but I did it maybe three times and I really kept the most of it to myself. And I feel like that got me away from talking about the what ifs and it's coming and I'm nervous and this and What if this, you know, it got me away from any of that. And so that's how I feel like I want to move forward this weekend is just not, not talking about it, not asking those questions. I just can't help that I'm kind of down. And, you know, she even said it, she was like, our surrogate, she was like, you know, yeah, I feel like if I had gotten her different news, we'd kind of be going into the weekend feeling a little bit peppier. Mm -hmm. The way that I felt yesterday after she took the home pregnancy test. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just not rolling into the weekend feeling like ultra peppy, but I don't know. I want I want that wisdom, that deep wisdom back. I want to hear that small voice inside of me that knows exactly what to do under any circumstance. Yeah. And right now I feel just like I don't know. I feel what what happens juvenile. when I say what happens in your head when I say the word trust? Yeah, that's what I want to do. Because and what do I can, you want to trust? Well, that whatever happens will be for the highest good. I've been saying that to myself all week as we've waited. I've been saying that to myself all week as we waited. Just like praying for 
the outcome that is the outcome, you know, the outcome to be and the, and the outcome that is intended to be for us to be. And that grace, I prayed for grace mm-hmm. before I heard this news. And I prayed for, yeah, grace. Yeah. And patience. So trust, uh, trust, grace and grace and patience is what you just said. Mm-hmm. Grace would be nice so that I could just make it through this weekend. Trust. I don't know what I, I mean. Trusting. I know bigger picture. I know that I trust what it's going to be trusting that it's going to be good. I don't, that's not fair. You know, trusting that it, it's going to, that, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's, no, that's a, that's a positive expectation. Mm-hmm. That's part of, that's the flip side of expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just trust, I, mean, I trust that I can make it through this. It's just not my favorite weekend. I want to trust that I can rise above this for a minute. And I know how to feel sad, so it's not like I'm avoiding feeling sad, but just rise above it for a bit because we don't have bad news. We have crummy news, but we don't have bad news. We have so-so news. So I don't want to sit in bad news all weekend and be coming from that place, only to then Monday have them be like, levels are up quadrillions and me being like oh cool glad i glad i spent the weekend like that mm-hmm. it's just it's a feeling in my body it just kind of yeah. sucks yeah yeah i mean i hear that you know it's like what i hear you describing is a situation where you logically and in your head you want to trust that everything will work out as it's supposed to you know you don't want to have just a weekend of worry um and you know you're kind of thinking all the these things whether they're the right things or not but that's like what's in your head but then at the same time you're just you're emotionally feeling sad and that's showing up in your body and so you know you're not going to be able to like it's just going to have to find that balance because i don't think that i don't think that we can just like talk ourselves out of that like for me i have to do that through experience like i have to fall into that place of trust that everything is going to be all right through experience and what I mean by that is like putting myself in situations where I know are going to bring me some joy in that moment. Um, and so because I'm not going to be able to, lot, to think my way out of my feelings or talk my way out of my feelings, you know, I'm going to have to experience my way out. Mm, I really like that. Are you wearing that shirt on purpose? It was the one that... that was I grabbed? So oh, no, <laughs> no, but man you know, of opportunity. It was a man of opportunity, but I believe in the power of of synchronicity, synchronicity, and synchronicity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought about it when I put it on. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel when I when I consistently, meaning every single day, go pee and realize that my underwear matches the rest of my outfit. And I hadn't thought about it. That's yeah. a, some real spiritual synchronicity right there. I mean, there. every day. Every day. You should just start its own Instagram. 
I did at first until matching I, underwear. I did until I got a little bit more popular on Instagram, and then I thought it was a little tacky. But I mean, it's still it's still something. No, that I'm saying it. like a you need like a like a burner account Instagram. <laughs> you just run the like my underwear matches my outfit Instagram. And then is it always pictures of my crotch? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my like hip butt crotch ratio is pretty recognizable at this point. To who? Everybody who's watched me walk around in a bathing suit all the time on Instagram. Sure, but like you're not like you're and not I have just a gonna go like you're not gonna be like posting all that and Soul Reflection's gonna be like the number one commenter and like, ooh, love this girl, yes queen. <laughs> Under my tattoos. Anyways, who's going to manage it? You are. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time. All uh, right, well then don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing about this podcast is I think it's going to be really slow. Because I, I listen to our podcasts on... You listen to our podcasts on like times five. Speed. No, 1.5. I so, talk like this. Really listen to our podcast. Oh, no, sir. You talk. Like this, and da da da, and da 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 da, because in the real world, you're as slow as heart rock, baby. Well, you're, what can I say? Uh, I enunciate. Yeah, <laughs> you're also really far under the ocean. Oh, I'm really far under the ocean, That's and what... I talk like a whale. Well, that's why I was I was talking slowly, like a whale. Oh, got but then it. it sound, got and then I realized, oh, I sound like a whale. Got it. Got it. Got it. Glad we worked that one out. All right. So, what's what's the what's the commitment? Positive vibes only. No, that's that's the thing. It's it's positive experiences. Okay. So what do is, stuff that you like to do. Don't do stuff that you know is gonna drain you of energy have fun what's gonna drain me of energy i don't know i mean i'll just speak for myself when i'm down i want nothing more than to zone out but if i'm down then i if i exercise i feel better if i go out in the woods i feel better if i watch comedy i feel better if i laugh if I dance and listen to music, like a lot of it for me is movement, you know, like I need to get up and move my body and I automatically feel better. Okay. I do something that I, that I can accomplish, you know, I organize books that makes me feel better. That, that gets me out of my head. I accomplish something, even a little task. So for me, it's like, yeah, if, if that's the case, because at the same time, I don't think that you're by doing something and by placing yourself where you want to be through experience, you're you're not burying it in a way. Because you're not just being like, I'm just going to swallow this and put on a face. You're like, it's still there and I'm just going to do stuff I like. Because honestly, when anybody's doing stuff they like, they laugh and they have fun. The hard part is doing the things that you like. I am one of those people that when everybody's like, just keep running, you'll catch a runner's high. And I just get more upset. 
So yeah, that's the like Taurus in you. You're like I don't have any Taurus in me. I, well, you're you're you know you're pretty stubborn sometimes. Says the stubbornest. You say that about me, but I'm not talking about me right now. I'm talking about you. I am stubborn when it comes to that, but it's not that. It's just like metabolizing emotions are sometimes hard. Uh huh. Yeah, and moving through. Stop. You stop. You're <laughs> itching this bee sting, and I understand it itches. Yeah, but like, like you, you just like tear into it. You've you like you call them back. you call you call them bee stings, babe. You always are like the bee sting. You make it sound like a sweet little honeybee came up and kissed me. It was a yellow jacket came out of nowhere. Okay, well, what do you want me to call it other than a yellow than a jacket? A yellow jacket kata? <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I, hope, <laughs> I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you have a good weekend. Because <laughs> that determines whether I have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.